Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Guys of a certain age in the cold new year, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside Jay Reed and somebody from somewhere out there. Art Shirley. Hello, Art Shirley and Jay Reed. How are you guys this fine, fine day? All right. Fine. Doing okay. You're fine? Just fine? <laughs> fine, fine. Just yeah. fine. Well, it's cold outside, but we've got sunlight, but the impending winter death is coming soon, maybe this right. weekend. Well, yeah, the winter death part one came last week, and winter death part two is coming this week, and it was, I walked outside to take some trash out at work yesterday, and it was gorgeous. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Just gorgeous. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Was the day gorgeous, or the trash was gorgeous? The day, the and gorgeous. me in it. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Somebody's saucy today as we record, uh-huh. guys, of a certain age. I miss you I'm already, I'm picturing you walking Art. in slow-mo with uh, the wind blowing through your hair, but... Uh, it, my hair looks the same whether the wind's blowing yeah, or not. Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess it wouldn't work. I had kind of a Fabio thing going oh, on. Oh, God, I, right. I was really. in high school, yes, but yeah. not now. I'm 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 getting a little ill. I think let's uh, let's proceed with our episode. Let's jump into some geeks of the week. Uh, Jay, why don't you go first this time around? I will go first this time around. I have gotten into recently reading some or listening to audiobooks uh, because I did one of those things where I got one free one and uh, keep forgetting to cancel. So you know, I figured if I paid for it, I'm going to get the books. They got you, buddy. They did. So I have been listening recently to Eric Idle's book called. Um, Always look on the bright side of life. Uh, Eric Idle is Monty Python. He, he is part of Monty. Part of Monty Python. He is and, not Monty Python. Oh, I know a lot about Monty Python now because I've listened to this book. I bet. And he reads it, which makes it all the better. So the reason I bring it up, though, is not because if you look at the reviews, I would just say, from for my sake, the, the, the reviews are mixed because he does a lot of name dropping. But the name dropping is what made, makes it a geek of the week because he knows so many people. And you just wouldn't believe the the relationships within the the celebrity world. And he talks about all of it. He talks about the development of Monty Python, and you know, from the beginning till till their final performance. So here's the thing, though, for for as far as there goes my mic. Oh, that's interesting. Um, okay, just keep talking. Okay, so three big check boxes for geeks. First one in the early part of the book, he talks about being at a party. And I wish I could remember the exact details of it, but he says something about Julie Newmar chasing him around a table. <laughs> wow. So so there's the superhero box checked. Uh, you know, our favorite, mm-hmm. uh, or one of our favorite Batman cat women. Um, and then this is great. And you probably, you may have seen this. He was, um, when they were filming The Empire Strikes Back, Carrie Fisher was renting his house in England when they were filming in England. So... He's over there at at the house one night, and he's having a party. He's been in Tunisia filming The Life of Brian. He brings back something that they label the Tunisian death drink, which is something called bucha, I think. It's a fig, fermented fig drink. Sorry, Mrs. Reed. We don't use that language usually on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly, I've never tasted any of that. But he brings this drink back, and he's having a party. All the Rolling Stones are there. He invites Carrie Fisher, and Carrie Fisher comes through the book a lot. They became good friends, I think. So, was Carrie Fisher still a minor at this time, or was she of age? She was She'd been 19. 19. If wait, what are they? What are yeah. they shooting? 
Uh, Empire, Strikes Wars, Empire. Empire oh, Strikes Back. Oh no, Strikes she's Back. twenty. She's twenty-one by that. Okay, point. so she's twenty-one, and uh, mm-hmm. so he invites her over, and Harrison Ford comes over, and he gives them some of this death drink, Buka. So they're partying all night, literally. The Buka of Boba Fett. So I guess okay. So uh, they were. She was actually staying. Sorry, at the house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll shut up. Um. So they're they're drunk on this stuff, and so then the cars come to pick them up for filming. In uh, the way Eric Idle tells it. He says, we went to bed. Uh, the Rolling Stones went back to their caves and hung up, and I went to bed. But Carrie and, and Harrison went back to work. And he he said that he can tell. It's the, the scene that was filmed that next day was when they come out of the ship on the Cloud City, meet Billy D. Williams, and apparently it's quite obvious that they're drunk or hungover. And they, they haven't slept at all. They've been drinking this stuff. And I, I really want to go back and watch it because at one point they say that Harrison Ford is – is giving Carrie her lines because she can't oh, wow. remember her lines. So now I kind of want to go back and see if that's actually true. But. So it would really be the Buka of Boba Fett because Boba Fett's in that scene. Is he? Yeah. That's okay. right. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Okay, so we got Superhero, we got Star Wars, and Robbie, you're going to love this. Doctor Who? Uh-huh. There's got to be a Doctor Who Doctor reference. Who. So in 2014, Monty Python got back together, did sort of their final um, sayonara sure performance yeah. in the o2 right. arena in england somewhere wherever that is and um they open the show with this big tardis coming onto the stage and then all the guys come out of the tardis very nice for their for their opening scene so anyway <clears throat> just thought that was kind of cool that all the uh, pretty much all of our three main boxes that we talk about over and over were checked in this book julie newmar carrie fisher and doctor who right right <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So anyway, Eric, I and I'm a big Monty Python fan as well. I don't know if y'all like the Python as, but uh, their stuff is uh, has always been really entertaining to me. So uh, I thought, I'm a Holy Grail. Funny. I'm a Holy Grail nut. I haven't seen a whole lot of other things, but uh, now after uh-huh. having read this or listened to this book, I want to go back and watch some stuff. Did you yeah. guys ever, ever watch Flying Circus on MTV? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was my introduction to Monty Python. Yeah, that mine, mine too. In fact, I didn't see Holy Grail until uh, after I'd seen some because PBS ran them, which was interesting. There's oh, a, that's right, they did. There's a net which you know they ran that and, and probably Doctor Who back to back, which was kind of a strange <laughs> setup. But uh, yeah. there's a the there's a Netflix hour. special about the history of Monty Python that's really it's really pretty interesting too. And they yeah they did have a lot of uh, uh, the celebrities. I mean uh, George Harrison bankrolled ended up uh helping them uh finance i think life of life brian of yeah he did and then uh they ended up uh he was i think also helped to uh time bandits which um okay yeah george Terry harrison Gilliam did yeah. george harrison is a big big character in this book he so they, he, were, mm-hmm. they were best buds he had his yeah. film set on you mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah there you go okay uh-huh. okay what you got art all right, mine's some amazing Spider-Man news. Uh, I saw a thing. There's a couple of things. First of all, the uh, the movie that's out, No Way Home, right now, uh, has gone through. Already had some visual effects changes to it. Have y'all seen this thing? No. Two of the scenes. Two of the scenes have been have been changed a bit. Uh, nothing, I think, that affects content or uh, the acting or, or you know the storytelling. But um, the portal that. Uh, uh, and by the way, spoiler alert for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which I think we've already done anyway. So that's not <laughs> at this point, it's not a problem. But yeah. uh, when uh, Andrew Garfield, I think it's when Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man comes in, whatever, it may be Tobey Maguire's, but one of them coming through, comes through the portal and they've 
they've changed or enhanced somehow the the portal graphics the vfx for the portal that's used so they've changed that up somewhere and then one of willem defoe's scenes where he's you know kind of the being the dr jekyll mr hyde type of transition between um uh, as it becomes green goblin without the mask they've done something there that they've changed up a little bit but again nothing to the performance just some of the uh, uh tweaking some of the vfx of it uh, which was interesting to me because, you know, we always, you know, you think about uh, the, the Star Wars uh, changes that have been made, but now they're making them while the movie's still out in the so theater. So if I went today to see it again, it would it would have yeah. changed? Yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure yeah. they pushed the new print out. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing because it's all it's, digital. It's a there's download. not really a, there's not a print anymore. Yeah, yeah I, so see, you, that, can, you that's, can do that. I know that, but it's still hard to wrap my mind around the fact that, okay, there's not two big canisters of film you know, that, that arrive at the theater and that that's what they show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a floppy disc. It's, floppy. <laughs> it's a bunch it's a, of floppy discs. I've got oh, come on. Those. It's got to be a zip drive. It's got right to be now. a zip or a jazz, you know. Yeah. So. Um, that's pretty funny. So, yeah. And the other, the other part of this is I, the, the, there's a tease in there for, uh, and, uh, Marvel is, is, is revisiting amazing Spider-Man. And it makes you think that, um, they have a picture of Andrew Garfield on it. So you think, Oh, they're going to be redoing uh, Spider-Man uh, that, are they going to do the third movie in that series? But no, they're, they're doing a new volume of the comic book, amazing Spider-Man uh, and, and launch and, and kind of rebooting that. So that'll come out in April. Uh, and that'll be a, a kind of a, a new way for new readers to join in. I guess they'll, you know, start over and, and tell the story again, reboot the story uh, the origin story and, and, and you pick up from there, but they're doing that to capitalize on the success of the movie. I keep seeing there's going to, that they're talking about a fourth one already or like a fourth or a third yeah. amazing Spider-Man. No, they're talking about a fourth. No, like a no, like the sequel to no way home that there's going to be another Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think I think he signed up for three more movies. I think right? he signed up for three more. Gosh. Okay. So, yeah. Good. You know, I'm, I'm reading mm-hmm. the uh, history of Marvel studios, which is a really gorgeous. It's a, it's a, Two volume, almost uh, coffee table book, hardcover. A lot uh, written along the lines of the uh, making of Star Wars, making Empire Strikes Back. Um, Art, I think you've got those books as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm in volume two, and it's just it's fascinating all the behind the scenes of the Marvel movies. And I just got through the point where Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal had lunch to talk about um, Marvel taking on Spider-Man in the cinematic universe. And it was after Amazing Spider-Man 2 had come out, not very critically well-received, not much of a box office, especially paling in comparison to what's going on in the Marvel Universe at the time. And um, uh, Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal, Amy Pascal, who had been head of Sony Pictures but still kept the producing credits and was producing the Spider-Man movies, um, had lunch, and Kevin basically said, why don't you hire, why doesn't Sony hire us Marvel Studios to do the movies for you and apparently that offended amy greatly she kind of yelled at him threw something at him according to her recollection and left and then broke into tears according to the book and then um you know the next day she's like yeah he's right and so wow. call, called kevin feige up and one of the things through the books is the Marvel studio team really is a small team. They really act like independent filmmakers and it's a, it's a fascinating read. We probably should do a deep dive on it at some point, but um, you know, 
uh, kudos to Amy Pascal and the, the folks at Sony to realize that they needed to get Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, that was kind of unheard of because Garfield had just done the second movie and they basically rebooted the whole thing, brought in Tom Holland and, um, you know, the, the rest is history. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, was there ever a consideration into keeping Garfield? I, I don't think there was because, uh, Feige and the guys at Marvel wanted a teenage Spider-Man. Yeah. And so, okay. um, you know, they, they went and found Tom Holland at that yeah, point. Okay. So, um, all right, cool beans. My, my geek of the week is going to be rather quick. Uh, did either of you guys watch quantum leap when it had it? its original run once in a while yes yeah i did i never got into it really really deep i watched a couple of episodes it ran from 89 to 93 scott Bakula was the lead in it uh dean stockwell was uh the uh the hologram buddy al um but apparently uh, is it let me let me look let me look i thought i had it i always get paramount and peacock confused um, somebody has ordered uh, NBC, so it'd be Peacock. Uh, NBC has ordered a pilot for a new version of the show, huh. and, huh. and so um, don't know when that's going to happen. And it seems like uh, signs are pointing to it being a continuation. Uh, Thirty years later, let's go back and find out Scott Bakula's character, uh, Doctor Sam Beckett, where he's at. Let's try to grab him. Obviously, you know Dean Stockwell has passed, and he's not available. But um, Bakula may have a small role or some cameos in it. So um, I wondered if he wouldn't take the part of Al, you know, maybe, but uh, apparently not. Everything old is new again. That's right. So, but uh, we're going to quantum leap back to quantum leap forward, future. I don't know. I, I, you know, the the, the article I read made a great point um, in that that span of time, eighty nine to ninety three, science fiction and superheroes weren't that big of a deal in, in the public consciousness. You right. had, you know, you had Batman, um, you had Superman, but science fiction really wasn't that big of a deal. X-Files had not really hit yet. Um, as far as, you know, major public viewing. So now that science fiction is very much a, an accepted methodology of television storytelling, um, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach the uh, source material. So, all right, so everything old is new again except for us. We're going to come back in a minute, and we're going to talk. What are we talking about? We're talking about the best things, the first five things we've streamed so far this year. See you in a minute. Like a bad penny, we're back on the other side of the break, uh, and we're going to talk stuff that we've streamed so far in the first couple of weeks of the new year. So, Jay, this was your bright idea. Once you set it up, <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd kind of flip things because so we all we we do it too. We do the end of the year. What have you seen? You know, what's the best things of twenty twenty one or whatever. So I thought, well, what I want to keep up with the first few things I watched in the new year, and you know, kind of flip the page a little bit. So here we are. Here we are now. You know, just uh, I was uh, I was down with a little bit of a virus for the first week of the new year, so there may be a couple of things confused there for me. But uh, <laughs> so I've got uh, I've got a little out there. But uh, so what what was the first thing you you watched? The very yeah. first thing I watched was the Harry Potter reunion show on HBO Max. Sure. Which I don't know. Have either of you seen it? I've seen it. I haven't watched it yet. I've got it on my list, but I haven't watched it. I yet. forgot I'd watched it. I did watch okay. it. Okay, Robbie just added something to his list. Um, I really loved it. Now, I I was not into Harry Potter in the beginning. Um, and then, as I've said before, I finally got around to it and read the books and then watched the movies. And my wife and daughter are heavy into it. So um, 
that was one thing that my daughter was going to leave that day. I came, came out on the second of January, I think, was the mm-hmm. was the debut. And so we we got up in the morning, Saturday morning, watched it together, and then she left to go back to school. And uh, if you're into Harry Potter at all, you'll love it. I think. Yeah. If you don't know anything about it, it won't mean very much. But but it, I thought it was it was just cool to hear this behind the scenes stories, and to see some behind the scenes footage of the kids playing. They talked about how they used to play this hand slap game and they're all that their all their hands were red during filming because they're playing this slap game and and they had a little clip of all the kids standing around in their robes in the Hogwarts Hogwarts yard uh, playing slap so just stuff like that um you see the kids when they were kids yeah and talked about you know what it was like to be in that sort of a huge you know to take the leap from being a nobody to being in everybody's uh consciousness for years i and i i saw it and i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the uh, the antidotes from like ray fines and robbie coltrane ray mm-hmm. fines obviously who was voldemort robbie coltrane who was who uh, looked uh, was old yeah. yeah he really looked old yeah he did um who played um oh he- helena bonham carter yeah she yeah. was great she was great uh what's his face who played malfoy um uh, no, uh, Draco. Draco. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Tom Wolf. Tom something. Yeah. And all the stories behind the scenes. And um, he's so nice in real life. He is. And oh, yeah. He's he's a really nice guy. And apparently he and her and uh, Emma Watson are really, really, really close. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They talked so, about that a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I forgot I watched it. So, yeah. I need to watch that. I need to go back and watch you that. Do. What, what's, uh, what's top on your list there, Art? Well, the first one I watched, and I did, I had to go back and say, well, gosh, what did I, what did I actually watch after, you know, the first of the year? Because we watched a lot, you know, beforehand. And I was going, oh, what did I watch? So a lot of my stuff has been shifted back. But Don't Look Up was the first thing that I remember watching. We watched that I think the night of January second, uh, or because uh, I, I think I texted. I think we were all watching around the same time. Uh, I was watching football. I'm not counting football, but uh, watched uh, Don't Look Up, which we've talked about, I think, already on the show. And we all really enjoyed, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So it was good. I understand now there's a lot. And I've talked to, uh, like, my uh, son and a lot of his friends that really just did not like it at all, just hated it. And uh, Yeah, there's a lot of backlash against it. And apparently uh, Adam McKay has responded in a way that people don't much appreciate to the backlash. It's like, if you didn't like the movie – you know, you're, you know, you don't believe in, in climate change and, and people are saying that's oh, not necessarily, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. You, you know, you may have not liked the movie and be fully on board with, uh, with, uh, the global warming and climate change kind of stuff. I liked the movie. I thought it was, it was fun. And, uh, we, we, I think we all agreed that we, we enjoyed the movie. It, yeah. So that, but that was the first thing I, I saw. I think if I recall correctly, maybe the first thing I saw was um, an episode of Station Eleven, and yeah. um, um, because I actually got my COVID positive test on New Year's Day, Happy Twenty Twenty Two, and uh, so went out to the cabin, and I think I watched an episode of Station Eleven. And guys, I cannot recommend Station mm-hmm. Eleven enough. Uh, the series just wrapped as we we're recording this yesterday. Uh, episode ten dropped. Um, on yeah, I saw that phenomenal absolutely i haven't seen this have you have you seen them all i have i have okay we hadn't watched we'll we'll watch because uh, that's what my number two was just to just to kind of piggyback off yours station 11 absolutely agree we had watched the first episode before the holidays or as the holidays were kind of kicking off and then didn't have a chance to watch it afterwards 
Uh, and so we picked it back up and it's just been one that we keep going back to because it's so well done. It's such a great storytelling. Um, and uh, so I, I think we're well, no, if episode 10 is the is the last episode, that's yeah. the last one we have to watch because we're caught up before that. So you've seen episode nine with Jeevan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was so good. That was, and just again, one of those things where you expect it to do something and it's just totally off the rails and just such a different story than you po could possibly imagine. That's what I thought. This is a truly original story. It has a lot of, you know, standard tropes from the post apocalyptic kind of uh, thing that you, that you do expect. But then they'll turn things on its head so much, and, and what you expect to happen just doesn't happen. So I've really been uh, impressed with the story. It, I want to read the book. Have you read the book? I've not read the book. I want to read the book. Yeah. Apparently, there's some substantial changes. But the yeah, the, I've heard that the showrunner, uh, the guy who adapted it for television, is really close friends with the author, and the book came out yeah. in 2014. So, which is a bizarre to think about. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I just cannot recommend Station Eleven enough. It, it should. Um, I think it should be well represented in a award season mm -hmm. um you know and that's on hbo max yeah yeah but look up his own netflix mackenzie davis is the lead but the girl who plays the young kirsten i cannot remember her name is matilda yeah something. she's good phenomenal uh -huh. just absolutely you need to watch i'm pointing at station Jay. 11 station 11 on Got hbo it. max mm -hmm. we need to do a uh, we need to do a debrief on it. it it's one of the best tv shows i've seen in a long 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 time well so but you got to pay attention and I'm going to rewatch it because you've got three or four different stories interweaving. And I haven't read the book, so that's not going to matter. I, I didn't know. None of us had read the book okay. beforehand. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. If you would listen. Cool. All right, Jay, what you got next on your list? The next one was the, was the Sugar Bowl. That's the next thing I watched. Uh, oh, yeah. sports don't count. Okay, well, then I'll say then Boba Fett was the next thing. The book of Boba yeah. Fett. The book of Boba actually, Fett. Probably that was number three and five on my list, but I'm just going to lump them all together. I'm caught up on Boba Fett, and uh, but that was the next thing I watched outside of the sports world. What about yeah, that's the third well, third thing for me was uh, Book of Boba Fett too. So maybe I think y'all are uh, I'm ahead. So I'll just like I said, pick it back again. So yeah, uh, Book of Boba Fett was my third thing to watch. And again, and we've watching talked that, about it some, but I don't know if it was on or off off my. Yeah. But I've I'm kind of thinking this is just so far a large origin story with a little bit of action thrown in the mix. I, I have not been impressed so far and I hate to say that cause I was so looking forward mm -hmm. to it. So, uh, I think, and I think what, I think we probably do, will do. I mean, we're this, what episode just let, uh, three. four, three. three. Okay. Three, three just dropped. So uh, yeah, at some point, maybe a midway, uh, review or maybe wait till the series is over and kind of see how it all comes together yeah. and, and do that. But yeah, I'm hoping it all comes together. Well, mm -hmm. instead of calling it the book of Boba Fett, they should call it a man called Boba Fett. So yeah. An yeah homage right. to a man called horse. Man called right. horse. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a lot our, of our, our dances with, uh, you know, bantas or something like that. <laughs> dances with bantas. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be great. So, um, the book of Boba Fett is in there for me. I didn't really put these in order cause I was, you know, I really don't remember you what don't order. Remember. Um, but I'll, I'll jump into a, a third one for me. Uh, so you can put book of Boba Fett for number two station 11 is, is art. I got, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my, uh, my next one is going to be, um, the expanse on Amazon prime, um, which, the series finale dropped as we're recording this this morning. Um, I cannot recommend that show enough either. Um, six seasons. Oh, gosh. It's somewhere around 60 episodes or so. 
Um, it is, I think it's the best science fiction show on television in the last 20 years. And that's including Doctor Who. Mm. Yeah. Well. So, um, really, really, really enjoyed The Expanse. Um, great adaptation from the books. There are three more books that could be adapted. Um, but I, apparently they come to a satisfying conclusion the way that they did it. I've still got three quarters of the, the last book to read. Um, but the expanse, um, yeah, I, I wish, I wish you guys would, would watch it so we could do a wrap. Um, mm-hmm. Art, have you even, have you seen any episodes? Of I've the- watched like a first episode when it originally came out, which I think it came out on sci-fi network, it right? Did. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen it since then. And I, it's one that I keep meaning to watch. I just need to make a note to watch it so that when, you know, it's like, uh, Becky says, <laughs> I'm not watching anything. You watch whatever you want. I can go, okay, these are those shows that I keep meaning to watch when we're not watching together. Um, uh, you'll get sucked in. It's, it's yeah. great storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's grand science fiction. Um, it's a spoiler, alert, but Jeff Be- Bezos does show up in a blue origin at the end, right? Haven't seen the series finale. So that <laughs> oh, okay. may, that oh may happen. I think that's what happens. I think uh, he actually enters the, yeah. So he's one of the makers. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. That, that would make sense. That would, that would actually, actually be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Have you pretty guys, funny if that happened. Have you guys seen the documentary on Amazon Prime, Shatner in Space, where they document No, I got to watch that too. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what you got next? Year, lately? My next one, we've already mentioned Don't Look Up. That's the next thing I watched. Yeah. And I, I, I thought that was... You know, if you compare that to other asteroid hitting the Earth movies, it was so very different, uh, which I appreciated. You know, it was funny. It had the, it was star studded. It was star studded, yeah. and it was um, I don't you as a as a video producer, you would know the word I'm looking for, but just the the flashes kind of in between of scenery of the jungle or whatever, you know, that's called stock footage, stock footage. The stock footage was exceptional. Yeah. The the, B-roll. Yeah. The Mm B-roll. We've got that B-roll. Yes. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you recommended that one. Yeah. So don't look up was great. Is that, is that your entire list, Jay? This is my entire list. Yeah. But I mean, have we gone through your entire list? No, we have not. Of course not. All right. What you got next art. All right. The one we saw next was uh, eyes of Tammy Faye, which was a, yeah. Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield, who yeah. played Spider-Man. He doesn't play Spider-Man in this. He plays Jimmy, uh, Jim Baker, Jim, Jim Baker. and Tammy. Yeah. Wait, Andrew Garfield plays Jim Baker. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. I mean, and Jessica Chastain is great. It's really, Crazy. really, uh, it's really a well done story. I'd seen it when it, I remember when it came to the theaters, I was interested in seeing it then. Of course, I don't think anybody was going to theaters at that point, but, uh, everybody does a good job. I know it's not necessarily, uh, guys of a certain age genre, but for guys of a certain age, we certainly remember when the PTL club was on the, uh, on the airwaves on the satellite at that point. I, I, and, uh, I still, you may not. Yeah. The first big scandals. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I oh, definitely. I, I remember. And yeah. I've got somewhere, I've got the Bible mm-hmm. on microfish from PTL. It's like, one, Oh really? Uh, one wow. little slide. And I forgot where I picked it up from. I thought it was the coolest wow. thing, you know, very cool. interesting, very interesting story. Uh, uh, but uh, that's what we watch next. Well, I'm going to piggyback off that. I think that should be the, the name of the episode, piggybacking. Um, yeah, I will make I, a note of that. I watched uh, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tock Boom. Oh, yeah. Have How'd you, you like that? Uh, uh, I haven't seen that. I, it was okay. I mean, I yeah. I was expecting a little bit more of a biopic. Uh, I forget the character Andrew Garfield played. Um, it's the um, it's the composer who created Rent. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, and so basically... 
this is kind of a loose adaptation of his life as he's trying to get to creating something. He turns mm-hmm. 30. Um, so, but yeah, that was, that was fun. And, and didn't Lin-Manuel Miranda either produce or he directed, he, yeah, directed the movie. He okay. directed it. And Andrew, Andrew Garfield was great in it. So really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Where his is that stream? Where does that It's a uh, Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. So that was uh, that was interesting, and then I'm going to wrap mine with um, another movie I cannot recommend enough, being the Ricardos. Um, I think we've talked about it a couple of times. Um, that's I I think I've watched it three times at this point. Okay. So so you ended up watching it again. That's what okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch and, that tonight. I think. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. So and plus sprinkle in uh, various episodes of Friends because Bonnie's going through Friends, and then I just kept the West Wing on as I was taking naps. You know, that's kind of my my comfort television. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I can recite that West may Wing be lines. that may be another topic. Is what is the t- what is the TV series that you would put on? Or, you know, if you're kind of planning to nap through, <laughs> you've watched it enough to where you go, if I if I fall asleep during this, I'll know what's going on when I wake up. That's funny. We should do that. For me, for yeah. me, it's the West Wing. I mean, that, that's... We, a- we may do it right here. Mine's going to be Star Trek, the original series. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> what do we- NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. Yeah. Original, not repeats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so right. both of y'all done your five? I, I, I still have two. Oh, come on, Jay. Okay, go ahead. I've right, got so two as well. For the last two, I'll just, because they're down the same streaming service train is the Disney channel. And we watched jungle cruise, yeah. which I've been yeah. kind of waiting for. And I know art, you watched that. You actually paid to watch that early on. I did so. pay to watch that. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. It was kind of, at first I was thinking it was just going to be a movie with similar tones to the ride. By the end yeah. of it, I realized, okay, this really is, this is going to develop the ride. And I haven't been to Disney in a while. But my guess is they probably, because I knew they revamped the Jungle Cruise ride as they're developing the movie, kind of yes. like they did with Pirates of the Caribbean. So my guess is it's probably got a lot of the same elements that you know, yeah. maybe I didn't even notice before. But, uh, it, no, but it was, I'm sure it was it's, enjoyable. It was a very much of a Pirates of the Caribbean-inspired uh, type of thing. And you know, with the, when that movie came out, that ride, I always loved that ride. But one thing I loved about it was you could get right on it because it seemed like nobody was right. going to it. You nobody uh-huh. knew about it. Now it's probably different, and but. and now it's yeah one of the or it was at one point just one of their biggest rides and they revamped it all to include you know uh, like a Johnny Depp looking character and stuff from the movie. So I'm sure they'll do the same. I always loved Jungle Cruise too. I always mm-hmm. loved, that was one of my favorite rides. And uh, I, so I'm sure they'll do the same thing with that. But I, I guess maybe my favorite part was the the dad jokes that uh, I see. That, I like that, that too. Tour. I thought those, were, yeah, I thought those were great. Just like keep them coming. I need to rewatch coming. it. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, and then after that, we watched Cruella. Have you, have you seen Cruella? I no. have not seen that because I, I really, as I've said before, I really like to see. Even though this is a new story, I really enjoy watching the live action versions of what they've previously done animated. Uh-huh. So, so this was a, a different story, more of an origin story for Cruella. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge, as an actress, I'm not a huge Emma Stone fan, but I was watching sh- her facial expressions did a lot of the acting in this movie, mm-hmm. and it, which was really pretty cool. But yeah. uh, it was a neat story. Um, it, you, you find out how the, you know, her two little henchmen come along and, and how she started out, and um, it it was it was fascinating. So I, I mean, I recommend it if you're you know if you're been into the classic Disney stuff, you would enjoy it. What about you, Art? What's your uh, rounding out your list? Okay, uh, I'm going to mention 
quickly, Official Secrets. We watched that with Kira Knightley, where she is a whistleblower, uh, and the the trial that goes on with that. That was good. It was it was not what we hoped it would be, but it was an interesting movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's based on a true story. But the other thing that I watched, uh, and I just started it right after we finished watching uh, Official Secrets. So this is officially for those keeping score at home. This is a, a number six, but it's Silent Sea. It's the Korean Netflix uh, original series that was done, takes place. Uh, there's a, a, a moon base that has had some type of disaster, very much in the alien genre of films. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I yeah, I saw that. Yes. Sorry. Really? Have you watched the whole thing? Then? I, I have not. I scanned through. It's it's a series, right? It's not a show. It's yeah. a series. I mean, it's series. not a movie. It's a series. I scanned right. through one episode, I think. Yeah, I just, I really, I mean, it was just, it was one of those that, uh, it, it was predictable in what was happening. I mean, there were some neat things that were going on with it, but there were scenes where we go, oh, okay, there's the, uh, there's the uh, chest burst scene there that they're going to do. Uh, but I just really enjoyed it, and I loved the look of the thing. I loved the way that um, they're, they had the station and all the uh, uh, astronauts' uniforms and stuff done. I just thought the whole thing looked really good, and I, like I said, it was just, it was very enjoyable. So uh, uh, that was one that, uh, again really didn't break a whole lot of new ground in terms of the genre, but uh, it was just one of those that I could kind of turn on and just, and, and just watch. And, and, and Becky would kind of drift in and out of it. She enjoyed it, but you know, it wasn't something that she could miss a couple of episodes and come in and kind of know exactly what's going on because, Oh, it fits, you know, this, this storytelling, but as opposed to station 11, which is to me just such a, uh, you know, entirely original thing, this was not, but I, I have enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, there you have it. That's a pretty good list. We got some things in common. We got some different things. Mm -hmm. We got some things that you ask Art, have you seen this? And didn't even look at me and ask if I had to watch it because you knew. So, <laughs> sorry, Jay. Just add to my okay. list of, of uh, you know, what so, I'm going to watch when I take a month off of work and catch up watching TV. Sorry, Mr. Do you plan on watching the next week? Is anybody planning on watching? Uh, Jay, you mentioned watching Eternals. Robbie and I said we're going to watch that. I think we did that off mic, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that at some point. And then, uh, Peacekeeper, peace—is that what it is? Peacemaker, yes. peacemaker. Which is it? Oh, peacemaker. is that started yet? I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah, it just started. It's got three episodes out right now, and I can't decide. I was started to watch that before we recorded, but uh, I just wasn't sure if I was ready to get into that or not. But anyway. I mean, the yeah, credits look funny, but you mean the previews? The previews? What? Yeah, of course. That's what I said. Yeah, you just didn't understand <laughs> me. Uh, the previews look funny, but. I wasn't overly impressed with his character in Suicide Squad. So John Cena with a sidekick Eagle. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for the Liberty Mutual Emu and Doug to make a uh, cameo appearance. Oh, now that's <laughs> genius right there. I love that idea. <laughs> James Gunn, if you're listening, which I know you're not. Um, yeah. But, but of course, he's already in the Spider-Man world. So, you know, uh, <laughs> that's Just right. Seen the ad where he gets bitten by a spider. Yeah. Did it work? No, that's it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, well, now that James Gunn is done with Peacemaker, um, he is moving on to Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh -huh. and they are going to be recording the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special simultaneously with Volume oh, wow. 3. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So there could be Drax Life Day that we have to look forward to. So how involved was James Gunn in this series? Uh, it, it, it's his. He show ran. Okay, so that that may that may uh, remove any hesitation on watching it then, because I, I usually like what he does. I wasn't a huge fan of the Suicide Squad movie 
Um, as we said, it wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy, either one of them. And um, but uh, I may have to check this one out. Um, I'm I may let you take the uh, first step, take the hit on that one in, into the water, and you 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 let me know. I'm just not. I didn't care for the character a whole lot in the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, but I love James Gunn. So absolutely yeah. love James Gunn. So I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of British television in my future. I gave my wife BritBox streaming uh, for Christmas. So, well, stay tuned on that. So there's no excuse for you not to watch 40 years of Doctor Who. I thought about that. How long would it take me to catch up with Doctor Who? But, you know, speaking of Doctor Who, I understand David Tennant's in a, a reboot of uh, Around the World in 80 Days series. Yeah, I uh, saw that. That's right. Have you seen the Have you seen the show, or just saw the announcement? I just saw the announcement. So yeah, it, that, I, is that, that might a, be good. Is that a BBC? It's a It's, a, it's on Masterpiece Theater here gotcha. through you know PBS. So yeah, it's a BBC uh, thing. But I think there's ten episodes as opposed to like the the three that Sherlock and some of the other ones do. But Masterpiece Theater, also known as Downton Abbey, the Downton Abbey Hour. So that's, yeah. how, that's how most Americans know Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> now it's looking. It's like we're still looking for the next Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And they will be looking and looking uh, and yeah, looking. So. That's right. All right, guys. Well, that does it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>